Hi, I'm Flicky Dano. It's Smith, where we publish stories with today's Press and Journal on Monday, November 21st. So, front page of the paper today is prayers for Gran taken by the dawn. Uh, prayers were said last night at a packed candlelit church, uh, church vigil for a northeast uh, Grony still missing after being swept away by the river dawn. The Money Musk community come together in a show of support as Coast Guard firing Bobby's teams continued their search for the wifey named locally as Hazel Nairn. It is understood she was walking her dog at West Acre Rory when the incident happened about half past three on Friday. The Bobby said conditions continued to be tricky and dangerous as emergency teams focused their search on the riverbanks at Fetternier Estate near Kemne. Uh, Reverend Ewan Glenn of Monimos Parish Kirk said Hazel's family was uh, touched by the community's outpouring of support at the vigil. He said it was lovely to see so many people there supporting a family in need. Uh, the Kirk was virtually full and uh, the family was very touched by the turnout for the community. Uh, locals have been asked to keep an eye out for Hazel's dog Rory, who was not seen going into the river. So, well, I think it's up till now. I haven't heard any word of uh, the found the wife. I know again, there's a hell of a folk looking, but um, you know, what a job it was a sick of health a night on Friday. And, um, you know, it's um, a tragedy for the community and for obviously for the wife's family. So, very, very difficult indeed. Now here is a Canadians praise National Health Service after cruise nightmare. So a Canadian couple for dream cruise turned into a five-week medical nightmare have thanked Inverness and Aberdeen Hospital staff for coming to their rescue. John and Susan Brun had been enjoying a trip of a lifetime aboard a Scandinavian and UK cruise this summer. The vessel docked in Gordon on July the 4th and the pair uh, in their mid-70s joined a coach tour headed for Inverness Cathedral. But after a drink and slice of cake at the cafe there, Susan fell on the pavement, requiring urgent attention. She was rushed to Ragmore Hospital with her husband by her side, but they had to wait in the ambulance for three hours before a bed was available. Uh, doctors found Susan had a severe bleed on her brain and insisted she was transferred to Aberdeen Royal Infirmary for treatment. Uh, John said, we undertook a blue light emergency run across a pothole road and roadworks for some two or fifteen minutes. All the time, the medics inside the ambulance remained upbeat and positive, even though it was two o'clock in the morning. Yes, you could say they're doing that job, but the compassion they showed my wife and me uh, exceeded all expectations. Uh, unfortunately, this was far from the end of the story for the couple, who were three and a half thousand miles away from their home in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. Uh, when they arrived at the hospital, it dawned on John he only ten pound in cash. Um, the rest of their belongings, including their credit cards, were still aboard the cruise ship, which had already left Invergordon for its next destination. But in what he calls another random act of kindness, one of the doctors sent someone who offered them a significant sum of cash to tide them over during their stay. Um, at the same time, an Inverness taxi driver headed out to Olapool to pick up the couple's luggage for the dock vessel and deliver it to Aberdeen. Um, Despite the eight-hour ruin trip, he refused any compensation for his efforts. Uh, Susan remained in uh, Aberdeen Royal Infirmary for five weeks while she recovered. She required two cranial operations to remove the bleeds and another procedure to prevent clots from travelling to her brain. Uh, 
and the couple have praised the outstanding neuro ward team for their care throughout the process. Um, John said, brain trauma can be a real rollercoaster ride with many highs and lows. Uh, but we rode out those big emotional waves, having faith in the doctors and carers. Well, that is a you know excellent advert for Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire, and Inverness and the Highlands, and uh, you know to treat somebody who is in, in need of help, treat them so well, and be uh, just so kind and helpful and accommodating. Um, fantastic advert, and uh, looking at the picture now, Aberdeen's a ticket debut again now, and uh, you know. Hope they'll be visiting Scotland again sometime and uh, uh, see it in its glories and when they have mishaps. Now, here is a deposit return scheme must go ahead. Um, <clears throat> Scotland needs to live up to its promises and implement its deposit return scheme as planned next year, campaigners have insisted. Uh, the insisted ministers must not, must not push back the rollout of the initiative on a farer. Claiming previous delays have resulted in more than 250,000 tonnes of carbon emissions. Um, when the scheme is brought in in August 2023, it should reduce carbon emissions by about 160,000 tonnes a year. Shoppers will have to pay a 20 pence deposit on drinks, with this cash given uh, back to them when they return their empty cans and bottles. However, fears have been raised by businesses that its introduction could result in some companies stopping selling their goods in Scotland. There have been calls for its introduction to be paused. Uh, however, John Mayhew of the Association for the Protection of Rural Scotland said Scotland uh, could not delay its introduction again if it is to be considered a world leader on climate issues. So, um, well, I have seen this on the, on the TV a few few weeks ago. It was actually about them um, speaking about this and how it works abroad. And, uh, yeah, it seems to be a pretty straightforward thing. I think it's just a machine sits uh, outside the shop or just inside the shop and you put in your tins or plastic and uh, see some muckle you've got and gives you out, uh, cash for it. So, um, you know, it'd be a good encouragement for folk to go and pick up uh, on the plastic bottles to see lying about. It'd be like Alden days when them, um, you know, folk found a, a high's lemonade bottle they would um, take it back to the shop and get money back. So, you know, some of the Alden days things, Faith and I was alone, Seems to be coming back. I just can't wait. So, well, deposit return scheme, the car knew that. We just used to have Hayes lemonade bottles. Ten pence a go. Now, here is a call for inquiry five years on from launch. Uh, Scottish Tories have called for a public inquiry into the Karl Mark Ferris fiasco five years after Nicholas Sturgeon launched one of the vessels. Miss Sturgeon was at the launch of the Glen Sannox ferry on November 21st, 2017 and praised state-of-the-art ferries being built at the Ferguson Marine Yard on the Clyde. However, neither the Glen Sannox or the other ferry being built, the as-yet-unnamed Hull 802, uh, have entered service with the construction running over time and budget. The ferries are due to be delivered in 2023 and early 24 at a potential cost of more than £300 million three times the initial £97 million contract. Uh, Scottish Tory Transport spokesman Graham Simpson said the five-year anniversary of a ferry launch should be a cause for celebration, but that wouldn't be happening today. If the SNP had not botched this process at every turn, the Islanders could have enjoyed years of seamless travel by now. Instead, they've had uh, years of delays. They have little confidence this nightmare will end any time soon. 
Um, he's accused senior members in the SNP of trying to pass the blame instead of t- taking responsibility for their monumental failures. So a government spokesperson said, our priorities have always been the completion of the ferries, um, securing a future for the yard and its workforce and supporting our island communities. Uh, we deeply regret that the vessels are taking longer and costing more than they should. We continue to urge uh, Ferguson Marine to the art can to bring down costs and meet the delivery schedule. So, well, whether they will or not, Lord only knows, but um, this ferry fiasco is just dragging on and on and on. I'll bet the SNP just wish they would get him built and get him over and get started using him and, you know, everybody's raving about him the, you know, 20 or 30 folk could probably use the ferries between islands. But anyway, you know, they have to hear them, obviously. Them. I think how the money's had this last five years. We, when there's been all rickety ferries, but uh, they're waiting for new rickety ones now. Now here's a plea for Scotland's solar ambition. So, former Energy Minister Fergus Ewan is among a group of MSPs challenging ministers over the lack of overall ambition for solar power in Scotland. The former SNP Cabinet Secretary has joined with others from across Holyrood urge Net Zero Secretary Michael Matheson to book a target, uh, or to back a target, sorry, of having a more than tenfold expansion in solar capacity by the end of this decade. The group said such a move would support thousands of jobs and uh, added that retrofitting homes with solar panels would help make savings uh, sorry, of the energy bills of up to £1,500 at a time of soaring costs. The MSPs, including the Tory Environment Spokesman Brian Whittle and Labour Energy Spokesman Colin Smythe, have urged the Scottish Government to follow political will with concrete action on solar energy. They urge the ministers to set the target to have a deployment ambition of producing 4 to 6 gigawatts of electricity from solar power by 2030. So, well, that is um, very noble and, um, you know, if we get a fine... A couple of sunny days, and I'm sure we'll be there or there about. There's normally plenty of wind running about this uh, coast, and um, you know, between one and two, we should be, you know, managed to run the TV for an hour or so anyway, and we get some hit with that for a wee bit. But you know, hard joking aside, I think it's uh, the more they can do now, or the quicker the better, either because uh, things are not going to get better for a wee while, according to the experts. Uh, which I'm nay one. Now, let's finish up with sport as normal. The back page of paper today is um, Dawn's Aces loving spell as part of a back three. Aberdeen vice captain Ross McCrory believes he's in the best position after switching to a back three at the Dawn's. He was restored to midfield by uh, manager Jim Goodwin following his arrival at the club in February and started this season alongside uh, Eber Ramadani at the heart of the Dawn's engine room. But a change of formation to a back three has led to McCurley dropping back to defence alongside Anthony Stewart and Liam Scales. And uh, the trio have combined to help the Dons win five of their seven matches since playing together in defence before the World Cup break. So um, seems to be his preferred, his preferred position and, uh, you know, certainly doing a, a good job in here. So long may it continue. And, um, you know, good pickle run of games with clean sheets would be just a ticket we need, so come on Aberdeen. And uh, obviously the World Cup proper kind of started the day when uh, some of the bigger teams uh, got to go, so England off to a flyer with a 
6-2-1 over Iran and um, American Wales, I think when I seen it, it was just about one, one it was just a wee minute to gang, so it probably finished up like that and uh, Holland scored a couple of very late goals to um, beat the Senegal, I think it was, they were playing with. Um, yeah, so um, okay, once the Fedba has started, um, we can attempt to forget anything else, we can just get hooked in an actual Fedba, so plus it's on uh, Kunsul TV, so you know, everybody can watch it and everybody gets um, gets into the set of it. But we'll see how it pans out. But uh, yeah, looks like the, all the enemies off the flyer. Now it's me done for the announcement. We'll be close to this with today's present journal on uh, Monday, 21st of November, 2022. Um, I'm been a quite a horrible, dark, <laughs> a very mochy day up in the Berenice day, kind of drizzling on and off a hill day and it's absolutely lashing just now, just about about 10 o'clock at night, just them lashing rain just now, it was five minutes ago. So, um, <clears throat> but the flooding for the weekend seems to be subsided now. It was um, Bobby's chopping at my door at half past one on Saturday morning to say, kind of what there's um, kind of encroaching into the village about it. So if it gets muckle closer to your house, you'll maybe have to bail out and get up to the hub. Up in Inveruria, I think it's at the new academy or something. But thankfully, um, touch wood, he says, touching his head, it, um, it didn't get any closer to us. So, but it uh, seems to be the same all houses that get, you know, flooded or, or threatened with floods all the time. Um, a booming shame. But uh, anyway, I think it's like going to be raining for a couple of days yet, so we'll have to get used to it. Um, anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, if you did, please mind and tell a pal about it. Just think. Uh, Anybody can, you know, send him a message through social media or email him or the old fashioned way, pick up a phone and give him a shout and uh, let him ken about the Doric Express, uh, how they can um, subscribe for, they can find it and, uh, you know, encourage him to listen in. Unless I say, if they're at a kind of a loose end for weeks on end, there's hundreds and hundreds of back episodes to listen to. So it um, doesn't matter if it's new news or all news, it's our Doric Express news. So you went again wrong. Uh, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodle. Put the constitution, speak the book, we're rules again. Longfield, Nellfield, Manorfield, and Panorfield. Lights of local stories that you've made in a game.